What's up, homies? Hello, and welcome homies. to our very first episode. I'm Erica. I'm Roshane J. And we are excited to have you guys come and hang out with us as we start our podcast, Homies of Horror. Homies of horror, 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 horror. Ooh. Oh my gosh. I don't even have to add effects. You do it and you do it yourself. Wow. M- multiversal. That's, that's that's what I like to go by. Incredible. I can I got low register down. I got high register too. Okay. Oh, All right. <laughs> uh, so thanks for everybody who's listening. Um a little bit about us. We are two huge horror movie fans. Yes. Um, Very Super much duper so. horror movie fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And we, so we met each other when we were in college. Mm-hmm. We went to a performing arts school, yeah. <laughs> which was quite an Quite the adventure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's the word I'm looking for on this? Yeah. Experience is, is the one. That's the one. I mean, it was it was great and like there were a lot of great things about it. And I think one of the big uh pros of going to an art school is like, especially if you're like us who love movies and like talking about mm-hmm. movies mm-hmm. and you know, all things creative industry, you get surrounded by a ton of other people. With similar interests. So that is Yeah. Cool. That was definitely one of the best things about it is it was like you were thrown into this environment where everybody was basically into the exact same things that you were into. And so the way that our school worked, it was like when you uh, each semester you were put into a group and whatever group you were in, that was like you had every single class with those people. And it, they were small groups. It wasn't like a regular college where there's like 100 people in a class. There were like 20 people yeah, in, in each group. Yeah, if if that, because some semesters I had, we there's like 14 of us or 12. So um, yeah, so you got thrown into this group with these people. You had every class with them. So you were like, oh God, I hope I like them because yeah. literally I'm going to be seeing them every single day for the rest of my life. <laughs> but yeah, so um, we were in the same group together for... Well, for a couple of semesters, our first and our second semester we were, and then, and our third semester. Yeah. For sure. I I feel like we had like a chunk of our college experience, like in the same classes. Like, yeah, we were, cause yeah, even when we weren't in the same group, we would have some kind of overlapping class. I think I can only like count, I can only think of maybe like the last two semesters I don't think I had as many classes with you but yeah I mean luckily to say we liked each other which was nice we like got along very well (laughs) I mean we got along with everybody in our group but yeah we um, we kind of lucked out in our group I think because like even I, I mean even though it's a family dynamic where like you're gonna butt heads when you're with people like for such long periods of time like as far as I'm concerned like our group was pretty like well knit like we dope yeah it was it was awesome like we we had we were very fortunate to have like a group 
of creative people that could all be in a room together and not want to just tear each other's heads <laughs> off. Like it was, yeah. re- it was really nice. It was um, great. Yeah. And, and it's one of those things also going to an art school, you get really close to each other really fast because a, you spend a lot of time together. B you might have like a makeout scene with, somebody in your class so yeah you kind of just like learn to get really comfortable really fast and (laughs) and they throw you into that stuff so quickly too like it's not if you're going into like performing arts or like acting or like anything like that just know ahead of time that you're going to have to be okay with becoming very like emotionally attached even if not for like you know, one scene at a time. Like you're gonna need mm-hmm. to get close to people, and like you're yeah. gonna, like you're gonna need to be real friendly with people, like real quick, like real quick. Super friendly. You're also gonna get really emotionally bare with people. Like you'll come into class smiling, and then your teacher will be like, "Remember, remember when you were younger and nobody loved you?" And then you're like, <laughs> and then you're crying, and everybody's crying, and everybody finds out all everyone's dark secrets right away. So yeah, you kind of like form this bond that um, you don't normally <laughs> form with people. And even if you do form it with people, it like it's in a very scrunched up amount of time. You have to form it within a month. Whereas with other people, maybe that takes like years to form. Yeah. But yeah, so that's where we met. That's where we became friends. And that's where we <laughs> discovered that we, each other like horror movies as much as the other person did. Yeah. Like, and it's one of those things where it was, it was kind of a fun discovery. I feel like, because mm-hmm. I, like I've met people who like enjoy horror movies. They'll watch them occasionally. Um, mm-hmm. But like, I liked, like, I think around the time we were meeting, like I was really into horror movies. Like I loved watching horror movies, like all the time. Like I loved playing like horror video games. Like the horror <laughs> yeah. genre to me was like awesome. And then like, I remember meeting you and then like, I don't remember what the art, like our first like horror movie was like, I'm going to be honest. Like, I don't remember what that one was, but I remember like, I think we were with a bunch of other friends that we started watching a horror movie. And I made a mental note that you were as invested as I was. And I was like, yes, this is yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Cause there was a group of us. We would all get together. They lived you and the other friends you guys all lived in like the cool dorm so i would go over to that dorm and we would watch uh scary movies and i remember i like remember randomly uh, we were watching so many at that time i yeah that's, yeah, that's why it's hard to remember is like we watched so many horror movies and a lot of them are usually cheesy bad ones but um yeah but it was fun and and then we got we started to get into playing horror video games together because mm-hmm. I remember us playing Outlast um, yep. oh, and that, that was being so, very, very hard to get through. That was so <laughs> much fun. That was honestly, now I've played some like horror video games in the past. Like I've played um, like Resident Evil games and like a little bit mm-hmm. like Silent Hill and all that stuff. But I remember, I distinctly remember Outlast because like, I it was one of the few scary games that I finished, and I think a lot mm-hmm. of that is attributed to the fact that I'd never played a scary movie with someone else before, or yeah, sorry, a, a scary game with someone else before. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I have to actually like I can't just like stop 
once I get to a part that's like a little bit much and be like, you know what? I, I'm good. Like I'm done. I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We, it took us a while. Well, actually, no, it didn't take us that long to get through it. I feel like we did it over a couple different nights. Yeah, it was like a couple sittings and then mm-hmm. we eventually got towards the end. Um, which was a journey, by the way. Like if you yeah. if you haven't played Outlast and you're into and you're into a good scare game, like that one's definitely a you should check it out. Yeah, it's really good. It's got a really good story. It's got some really good jump scares. Uh, I remember there was a part that we could not, for the life of us, beat because we were being chased and we couldn't figure out where to go. And I remember we got really frustrated and. Like, yeah, had to stop I, I, right there for a little while because we like correct me if out. I'm wrong, but I think our system of playing is like one of us would just go through a part, and then if they got if they died or they got off, then we just hand the control over to the <laughs> yeah. next one, and we would yeah. just switch off, and it's like all right, we're gonna, we're gonna beat or this. Or if it was like one of those things where. If one of us got too frustrated and we couldn't figure something out, like here you then, take a step, yeah, right? like you try it because we were just like so done like so done mm-hmm. and so confused um but yeah those <laughs> that was fun, those were fun I have, times. I, that was a blast like i really loved doing that that was a lot of fun uh-huh. it was but what we one thing we have not talked about with each other is like um how we got into scary movies or like what kind of scary movies we like what our favorites are, what we love, what we used to get scared by. That's something that we haven't discussed with each other. So we're going to yeah. talk about it today. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Like we spent a lot of time watching movies, but like we never like really, which is funny, like with, with that opening, you think that we talk about it more, but it's kind of like, it's more like the weekend thing that you did like in college mm-hmm. where it's like, uh, you know, it's Friday, Saturday night, you got nothing to do. Like I remember at some point you had got you and a couple of friends were living like off campus. Mm-hmm. And so like we like me and like a couple of other friends, we would make like little trips to like your off campus spot and then you know we'd watch like <laughs> yeah. awesome horror movies and stuff. Yeah, we'd um, go like we'd go get them from um Redbox, like the in Redbox, front of the seven yeah. eleven. <laughs> yeah, and then just bring them back. Yeah. That, that was awesome. Um <laughs> as far man, as far as horror movies go, like I've been it's strange because, like, in my upbringing, like, I was, I have a lot of siblings, but they're older than me. So, like, I was raised very, like, only child status. And, like, I was, like, a pretty good kid. So, my parents didn't put too many restrictions on me. So, mm-hmm. especially when it came to, like, media and stuff, like, they trusted me to, you know, keep myself entertained. Yeah. Um. So, I, I didn't really, like, I know there are people out there that, like, you know, when they were younger, they couldn't watch certain things or, like, they couldn't, like, play certain games or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. My parents never did that for me. And... Oh, nice. So, it was like, <laughs> I was... I had the world was my oyster at that time when it came to, like, media of, like, if I wanted to watch something, I could just kind of watch it. Mm-hmm. Um. But... I think in my early years, honestly, horror horror movies like were too much for me because right. I remember I remember like I don't remember how old I was, but I remember the first time I watched it. That movie scarred me. Oh, like, really? <laughs> when I yeah. say that movie scarred me, it scarred me. I, that was burned into my brain for years, mm-hmm. Erica. Like years <laughs> that was burned in my brain. That's so, I feel like, like every kid remembers like the first really scary thing that they just like could not forget mm-hmm. for forever. <laughs> like that was, that was a big one for me. And then um, 
I think the next movie that messed me up for a very long time was Nightmare on Elm Street, which the the original one is one of my favorite horror movies because of that reason, because uh, like Freddy Krueger to me at the time was just the like creme de la creme of like <laughs> scary villainous creatures. Yeah. Like the idea that this guy like snuck into your dreams and just like slayed you while you were your most vulnerable, mm-hmm. like that kept me awake for so many nights. Yeah. I think as an adult, I attribute my like uh, my offset insomnia probably oh to that. <laughs> yeah. Of like just staying up way too late at night as a kid because I was afraid to go to sleep because I didn't want to get snatched up by Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that's fair. Freddy is one of those ones where I think for a lot of kids, when they find out like what his deal is, is terrifying because it's like your dreams are supposed to be like your safe place. And then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden it's like, oh, but I could die there. Okay, bet. (laughs) Like, thanks. I guess I won't sleep anymore. Yeah. Yeah, no big deal. I didn't need sleep. I didn't need sleep. sleep. Yeah. So I feel like Freddy is one of those like first first really big scary ones for a lot of people yeah what about you what what was something that like (laughs) stuck with you like from the old days of horror well okay well first of all i was scared i got scared really easily when i was younger um like and when i say that i just mean things that weren't supposed to be scary were scary to me so um (laughs) like i remember Um, I'm trying to think of like an example of one that's like, oh, that was so dumb, but it like really scared me. Um, (laughs) Okay, so in the movie Spy Kids, when... Oh, I am already loving this. (laughs) When, um, so when they find out that like the, they're stealing the spies and turning them into the like the flugies or the fooglies or whatever they Mm -hmm. call them and they play Which, by the way i loved spy kids as a kid like i don't know if i've ever told you that but i love that series it's really good like it's such a good concept I think I saw all of them in theaters. Like, I think I saw every Spy Kids in theaters. Yeah, even the th- even the terrible 3D oh my God. one, I think I saw that in theaters. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I never saw – I watched that one on TV, I think, which was kind of a bummer because I was like, but it's not in 3D. But, like, <laughs> okay, that's not the most important part of that movie. <laughs> that's was that not it was why not that very movie good. suffers. Yeah, <laughs> but – um. No, yeah, it's like a really good movie. I used to pretend I was a spy when I was younger, and I like because they because McDonald's did that thing where they gave, they were giving out Spy Kids toys, and right. um, I used to use them and pretend I was a spy in my basement. But anyway, um, <laughs> didn't we all though? Like, didn't we? Yeah, all? didn't we all? Um, so yeah, so there's the scene where they find out that the spies are being turned into the little creatures, and they like play the the tape backwards, and it's like. Floop is a madman, help us, save us. And they're like, they're like all like being sucked up the rainbow. And they're, and it was like this subliminal message and it scared me. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that was a, like, I didn't know that could happen and it really scared me. So for a while, I was like one of those kids where really silly things would scare me. And then, um, I, I think the first like real scary movie that I ever watched that I remember being like terrified about was Darkness Falls. Have you ever seen that? Oh, yeah. No, I've definitely seen that movie. Yeah. So 
at the time that I watched that movie, because I wasn't, my my parents were kind of the same. They weren't like they weren't strict on like mm-hmm. you can't like they never told me they would like they would tell me like oh this is an adult movie like if if they rented a movie they didn't want me to see they'd just be like oh it's an adult movie like uh you can't watch it and i'd be like okay yeah fine whatever but if it was on tv i could basically you know just like turn it and watch whatever but so i watched it on on effects one night because it was like late at night and Mm -hmm. i was like "Ooh, a scary movie oh my gosh i was still losing my teeth at the time so Mm. i watched that Mm. movie for anybody that doesn't know darkness falls is about uh the tooth fairy but in this version of it she's evil and if you lose a tooth she comes and she kills you but if you like leave your lights on or if there's any light it hurts her she can't touch you so i remember i watched by the way she is terrifying in that movie really scary when you finally see her oh my god yeah what oh whoever did the makeup on that cheers to you a plus work on that one it looks really good especially because it's like an early like really really early 2000s movie um yeah i think either early 2000s or late 90s but um so yeah i watched that movie and it scared me. And so about a week later, I lost a tooth and I stayed up all night. I <laughs> left. Um, I Well, I threw the tooth out. I threw it out the window, out my window. <laughs> and oh, then, no. And what a wasted quarter. I know. Oh, no. <laughs> and I didn't tell my parents that I lost it because I didn't want them to be like, where'd your tooth go? Not like they were crazy mm-hmm. tooth people, but still, I was like, I don't want them to know. And I left my, like, I turned my lights on. I left my TV on. I turned my bathroom light on just in case I needed to run across the hall really fast into the bathroom. And I <laughs> stayed up all night until the sun came up and then i went to sleep but yeah i was terrified it it, like really i thought about that movie for like a month after i watched Mm -hmm. it because i was just like maybe maybe like she'll still come since i lost my tooth uh yeah i was i was a mess that, I mean, that sounds just like unfortunate timing too, where it's oh, like yeah. you got you watch that movie right in the heat of when you would be attacked by this creature. <laughs> yeah, that's, exactly. That's, that's, like, that's yeah. like watching Nightmare on Elm Street for the first time at like midnight, and yeah. then having to like go to sleep to right sleep. after. Or watching that movie and and be and looking out the window and being like, I live on Elm Street, and you see like the, <laughs> the street sign, and you're like, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> it's it's crazy though, like. It, and I think that's one of the things, like, when you're a kid watching scary movies, like, half the time your imagination is what's, like, yeah. far scarier than the actual movie you watch. Because mm-hmm. you'll go back and watch the movie as an adult, and, like, it won't, obviously, it won't have the same effect. But, like, when you're a kid watching these things, like, they stick with you, and your imagination just goes wild. Oh, yeah. It runs away, and it makes up these crazy scenarios where, like, for some reason, this is going to happen to you, and that's going to happen you like i remember going to blockbuster and i would read i would look at the covers of scare i would like go over to the scary movie section i would look at the covers of the um vhs tapes and i would turn around and i would read the backs of them and just like the movies that i could create out of my mind were so much scarier than like actually watching 
like actually oh, renting bet. it and watching the movie. Like I would just imagine the craziest things happening in these movies because like I never wanted to I never was able to rent them, but I would just mm-hmm. like read about what happened in them and I was like, oh my God, this is horrible. <laughs> and you get and like they'd always have like the little like three or four images of like somebody right before yes. they're about to die. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. like under candlelight, they're staring the monster in the face and you're like, oh no, what's about to happen to this poor person? Yeah, it's so sc- they always choose like there's always two images on the back that are like kind of normal. They could be out of any movie. And then there's one where you're like, oh my because I remember <laughs> I think it was the 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 blob like the 80s remake of mm-hmm. the blob on the back of the VHS there was like an image of the blob as it was like devouring a person like that was one of the <laughs> images on it and I was like no thank you. No, no thank you. <laughs> no thank you. I'll get another Mary Kate Ashley video this week, mom. Thanks. Like <laughs> so scary. Also, R.I.P. Blockbuster, man. Oh, like, I know. Uh, what a what a time to be alive during the Blockbuster. Days. I know, I know. It's just like it's so funny. I w- I remember when they were talking about it going out of business, and I was like, I should go to Blockbuster just for old times' sake. And then I never did <laughs> right. because it's like at a certain point, I feel like everybody just kind of like grew out of Blockbuster. We grew out of it, and we all got tired of those late fees, man. Oh, like we yeah. all got them. Like there's no one, no one brought a blockbuster thing back on time. Mm-hmm. Like you always forget. No, especially if you rented a couple of them. It's like I have to watch all these movies like right away, basically, to enjoy yeah. them. I I would always get like three movies at a time, and there would always be one movie that I never got to watch, and then I would have to take it back. And I would always <laughs> be like, I wonder what that movie was about, but. Like that could have been the <laughs> that one. That could have been the masterpiece <laughs> of the bunch. Oh, and speaking of Blockbuster, I remember me and one of my friends, when we would have sleepovers, we used to go and my parents would let each of us rent um, a tape and she would pick a Goosebumps episode and I would pick a Goosebumps episode and then we would go back and watch them and who's ever like whichever episode was scarier than that person like won. We didn't win anything. We just won like bragging rights. <laughs> so I do remember doing that too. But Goosebumps wasn't really scary to me. No. And oh, I used to honestly, I had so many Goosebumps Goosebumps books like growing mm-hmm. up. Like I think that's what did the transition from like terrified youth to like I'm kind of okay with horror teenager. <laughs> yeah. Because like through like elementary school and middle school, like my schools had little like book clubs and like book fairs where like they would have discounted books for us to buy, which was like really cool that my school did that. But like the two like two brands that were always there is one of them was Animorphs. There was mm-hmm. always Animorphs books, so I had like I just had stacks upon stacks of Animorphs books. And then the other ones were like the Goosebumps books. And like, I remember reading those and them being like scary, but like not too scary where like I wasn't losing. Yeah, I wasn't losing sleep over them. I I also remember, you probably remember this too, about when they started going into like the choose your own adventure ghost book or Goosebumps books. I love the choose your own adventure ones. Like you, you would have to start at the beginning of the book, and then depending on the choice you made, like you would either like go to like page thirty six, mm-hmm. or you would like jump all the way to page. And you always knew, like, if you had to jump to like page like a hundred and something, like 
you done goofed. Like yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> you were like, oh god. And well, and I was one of those like I was one of those cheating one kids. Oh, same where, here. Where same I would here. I would hold my finger on it and I would jump ahead uh-huh. and if and if I saw that it said the end, I'd be like, I didn't mean it. I was no. <laughs> I was just kidding. I didn't mean to pick page thirty six. I wanted to go the other one. Like <laughs> yep, a hundred. Uh, oh yeah, everybody was reading those books cheated. Like yeah. you, you want to just end your adventure there? Like no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, no, you want to keep going. Like, give me a redo on that one. Yeah, I'm like, I want to live. I want to at least be alive at the end of the story. Maybe I'm not, like, human anymore, but I don't want to die at the end of the story. Some of them messed with you, though, where there was, like, there wasn't really a true good ending. No, they were all pretty bad. (laughs) Where it's like, you could come out a little bit less scarred than some of the other ones where you're just, like, outright dead. But, Mm -hmm. like, a lot of them, you there was no... You know, wrapped up happy endings. Some of them there were, like some of them you got away scot free, but most of yeah. them had some consequence. Yeah, most of them either had a consequence or they had something weird. Like I remember there was one where the ending was like you were fine, but you had to go like into the Amazon and explore with your uncle for like the rest of your life. And I was like, <laughs> what the I can't go back to my family like it was just a weird ending where I was like but do I want to do this or am I like forced to do this I don't know it was just it, it was yeah. a it was a weird one but yeah those books were dope they were yeah really and like they they built up kind of like the the next layer of horror movies to yeah. me which was which was the story like even though I know horror movies are like most horror movies are notorious for having like either like terrible stories or like just passable stories like a lot of people aren't watching horror movies for the plot but you know they add they add a lot to the movies and like they add to a lot of what horror movie fanatics enjoy like it, it's kind of like the mythos behind everything mm-hmm. adds an adds another layer to them yeah yeah it does it makes it like like you level up and you're like there's a story and like it's 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 not just people getting mutilated yeah oh people don't just get like killed by scary monsters there's actually like characters and things going on yeah i i think like the first thing that i can remember of me not being so scared of them was my aunt on my dad's side she's like super into scary movies and i remember she came over to visit us one time and she she described the plot of psycho to me and just the way that she described it made me feel like ooh this is like really interesting and like has a crazy like a really interesting story it's not just scary mm-hmm. like there's more to it and she and so she kind of like helped me realize that scary movies are they can be scary like yeah they're scary but there is like so much more yeah, enjoyment more to, to it than just mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So I credit her with me getting over my my <laughs> fear <out>. of <laughs> like the Shout lame out to the stuff. auntie. <laughs> <laughs> is there a, is there a particular do you have any like scary movie um like movie outings that stuck with you? Hmm. Oh, um, like specifically going to see one. Yeah. Or, like hmm. for like for example, when uh like I wanna say around when I was like either sixteen, like fifteen, sixteen, somewhere in that realm. Cause like I no, I actually I think I was seventeen, because I had just 
Um, I was old enough now to go see R-rated movies. I remember this. And, like, in my little friend group, like, we all had close birthdays, but I had the first birthday. So, like, I was the first person to hit the golden, like, all right, you can just go see whatever movie you want to see now. And at the time, it was actually around when the first Paranormal Activity came out. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I remember wanting to see that so badly because growing up, I never got to see the Blair Witch. So, I never got the original, like, found footage, like, this could be real sort of horror movie experience. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. get to do that. Um, so when paranormal, like, when paranormal, why I say it like that? Paranormal. <laughs> <laughs> when paranormal activity, like, popped onto the scene, I was like, okay, I got to go see this. So I remember going to um, my local movie theater. Like, it was me and, like, a group of four of my good friends. And it was funny because at the time, I think they had just changed a little bit of the regulation around going to go see movies because the plan was, is, like, I was going to go up buy all the tickets and then we all go in because i was old enough to buy them Mm -hmm. but the cashier during that day was not having it and was like you need a parental guardian to go into this movie with you like i was arguing as much as i could but it was like you not you guys are not going in and shout out and mvp to my older sister who i was living with at the time um she I like I called her up and I was just like I just asked for the biggest favor. I was like, "Hey, um cuz she knew that we were going to, going to go see this movie." I was like, "Hey, um we were here, but they won't listen to the movie without a guardian. Like I don't know what to do." And she's like, "All right, bet." And then she drives <laughs> over um she she goes up to the cashier and she is a fiery fiery woman like my older sister like i'm i those who know me in person like i'm i'm a calm collected dude my sister is the complete opposite and i love her for it where Mm -hmm. like she she gets stuff done and so like she walks up and she's like all right i'm buying these tickets for this movie and he tries to give her the same spiel of like well all of their guardians need to be present and she looks him dead in the eyes with like the sassiest black woman eyes that you've ever seen and she's like I am the guardian of oh all these God. children. <laughs> yeah. And you could tell that his butthole puckered because he <laughs> hit that he hit that register so quick. Um and so she got all the tickets for us, went into the movie. She then actually left like 10 minutes into the movie because like uh you know, she was she had things to do. Mm-hmm. She wasn't trying to see the whole movie, but she she MVP'd, got us into the movie and then left. And I remember watching paranormal activity like the weekend that it came out um with all my friends in theaters was one of the scariest experiences i ever had i bet i bet that was was like so terrifying it was right around halloween too so it's like we're all in the mood to like get frightened and so you 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 know when you watch a horror movie and like everyone's down for the get down like we're all down like you can just tell the whole audience is just like oh yeah scare me scare me good (laughs) and you're like yes (laughs) And so, like, I, we were, like, close up to the front, too, and it was just, oh, it was such a great experience. It was just, like, every time a scare happened, like, you just felt the entire energy in the theater just go bonkers. Like, everyone was screaming. Like, mm-hmm. it's still, it was still before the found footage thing got used, overused to, like, it's extreme. So, like, there was that murmur of, like, oh, man, did this actually happen? Like, is this right. real? Like, oh, shit, do these people actually exist? Like, is this real? It, it, it was so it was so much fun. So much yeah. fun. That's one of the things that I think, like, I think that experience moving forward, like, into adult life definitely shaped my love for horror movies because 
there is an air of seeing horror movies with a bunch of people who enjoy horror movies that I don't think any other genre can really recreate. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. There's like, it's so much fun. I don't have any from when I was younger. I didn't really go uh, see scary movies in the theaters very often. Mm-hmm. I would usually wait until they came out and just watch them on TV or rent Fair. them. Um, but... I did go see Get Out when it came out, and it was that oh, same kind okay. of a feeling. Like everybody was just there to have a good time. Everyone was so invested in the movie, and like at all the appropriate parts, people were like cheering and yeah, like it was like yelling was at the awesome. screen. And just- yeah, that that was one that was definitely really fun. It was just me and my friend that went. Um, but yeah, that was that was really fun. What's a movie that you what's a scary movie that you wish you could have seen in theaters? Like maybe one that came out like before, like in the past or just one that you missed when it was I mean, in theaters? honestly, just based off that story and like I truth be told, I'm not like a huge fan of the Blair Witch Project. Like I did go back and like watch it later in later in life. And I was like, eh, it's OK. Um, but mm-hmm. just based on how it felt to see paranormal activity in theaters, like I can only imagine what the Blair Witch Project was like, um, you know, in its initial release. Cause that was, right. that, that, that one was the movie that, that took that found footage idea and just, you know, terrified the masses. Like everyone was talking about the Blair Witch Project when it came out. Like it's, mm-hmm. I, I feel like it was probably one of those horror movie, um, one of those horror movie moments that like if you could have gone to the theaters to go see um you probably would have so like i i'd probably say that just based off my experience with paranormal activity mm-hmm. yeah i can um, see but yeah, i mean any 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 of the like even like you know the first scream or like any of the like Ooh, og yeah. like that horror movies I like, would love I, to have been there when, like, everyone saw it and thought that Drew Barrymore was going to be the main girl and then she dies, mm-hmm. like, right away. I would have loved to have been there and, like, reacted with everybody else. See, all, all of you listening out there that were fortunate enough to be, like, teenagers, like, right around the time that that movie came out and got to, like, go out on an outing with your friends to go see that, I know that I'm forever jealous of you getting to experience that because that <laughs> yeah. just sounds like a glorious time. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like that would have been, that would have been fun. I would have liked to have seen that or maybe like, um, maybe like the exorcist only because there's oh, so many stories yeah, 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 about yeah. like, Oh, these people passed out in the audience. Like there's so many stories about how people reacted to that movie when it first came out. I just think it would be interesting to see if that's true. And if people really had that big of a reaction to it, which I'm sure they did, but you know, um, yeah. like well, I wonder how like- much of that is an exaggeration and how much of that is real. Yeah, because I feel like from like like the late 70s up until like the early 2000s was just such an interesting time for horror because mm-hmm. it was so experimental and we were also advancing in technology so quickly that mm-hmm. I just feel like we churned out so many different like horror movies and genres throughout that throughout that little like 30 year period of time that like shaped that entire industry. Yeah. Um, and it's just one of those things where it's like you keep getting like nowadays, 
it's kind of hard to like find a horror movie with like a different idea, right? Like we've we've right. covered a good chunk of them at this point. Like mm-hmm. by 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 twenty twenty, we we we've now like we've gone through the gambit of like you know we've done we've done vampires, we've done zombies, we've done werewolves, like we've done everything almost once. So it's like mm-hmm. I think during that time, there's like a golden era of like here's this new thing to be scared of. It's funny each decade which is an episode that i would really love to do so if you guys would be interested in hearing that please let us know but i would love to do like an episode about the different decades of horror and how much much fun because there is a really big difference like if you go back and watch a horror movie from the 70s compared to the 80s compared to the 90s like there's a huge tonal difference and you can, Mm -hmm. and a lot of it is based off of what people were afraid of at that time, what scared them. And so I think in, in now it's a lot harder for horror directors because people aren't scared by things as much as, you know, we have the internet, we're able to fact check things a lot more now. We're able to, you know, like no, we're kind of desensitized. Like right, we've seen, yeah. we've seen some shit at this point. So it's harder for them to think of things that are going to be legitimately scary for people now. But yeah, that's something that I would love to dive in on an episode about. Um, because, and you will find out when we talk about our favorite horror movies. Um, you're going to find out that I have a. Uh, a deep love for 80s <laughs> horror <laughs> movies. <laughs> well, no, that's okay. All right. So, like, top top three. Top three horror movies. What would you say? Okay. So, these are in no particular order. Um, mm-hmm. They're just the three that I thought of. Is Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Oh. Okay. Yes. Very specific. All yes. Right. Very specific. Um, Poltergeist. The original, oh, okay. not the remake. I have not seen the remake. Um, and then uh, Hellraiser mm. is would be That's my. That's a good favorite. one. It is a That's good. That's a one. good pick. And I have to just give an honorable mention to Return of the Living Dead because I don't ever really hear anybody talk about that movie, but I just think it's such a good like when i think of like a stereotypical 80s horror movie and everything that Mm -hmm. i love about them returning return of the living dead has everything that i love so i just had to give it an honorable mention because it didn't break the top three but it still is like it's it's still a good one for me oh yeah yeah. most def most of that's a good one (laughs) what about you um okay same, also not in any particular order. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to still put the OG Nightmare on Elm Street as, like, one of my top three. And it's mainly because of the effect it had on me. Like, no no other movie has scarred me quite like that one. Well, um, and so that, just, that first one is such a – it's such a classic. Like, you can't – Yeah. You can't not. Like, it's just it, – it's so good. And even, like, I – I haven't like watched it in its entirety like recently, but even like mm-hmm. checking clips and stuff, like it actually holds up like decently well. It does because they used a lot of, as much as they could, they used a lot of practical effects, which I think mm-hmm. makes it so that it still looks good. They because there's not a bunch of CGI that's really dated, so yeah. I think it's still yeah, it still holds up. The only reason that I 
like the third one or said the third one over the first one is because when we get to the third one, we start to get into like wise cracking Freddy, who's just like oh, it's such true. a smart ass. That's the only reason that the third one is like <laughs> That's fair. Like once you get like deeper into like the sequels, it is fun mm-hmm. to watch the the villains change over time yeah. and like yeah. get a little bit cockier and, and all that stuff. Especially for him, like in the third one is when he really starts to cater everybody's death to like who they are as a person and uh, mm-hmm. chef's kiss because they're so the deaths in there are so good <laughs> I love like that's one of my favorite things about Freddy is his deaths are just so dramatic they have such a flair to them everybody's is so specific and like mm-hmm. the third one is when they start to dive into that and I was just like all aboard i was all for it so yeah i'm sorry continue i feel that no you're good you're good you're good um the next one on my list is actually it's gonna be 28 days later which yes Mm -hmm. um for me those who know me personally i am uh if i had to pick a favorite genre it's definitely zombies like i'm a huge Mm -hmm. zombie nut like i love watching like night Night of the living dead like Shaun of, of the, the Dead, Dead. Shaun of the Dead, which uh-huh. would be on this list if it wasn't more of a comedy. Right. Um, yeah. But anything zombie related, like I, I have the the zombie survival guide like sitting in my book stack. Like <laughs> yeah. I I love zombies. And for me, 28 days later, even though they're not technically zombies, it was still in the zombie universe. And it's just such a well-made movie that frightens on different levels that I'm used to. Um, it's not just we're running away from these flesh eating things, but it's kind of exploring the different things that you would be afraid of in the zombie right. apocalypse. And that, that's why I was like, this, this is one of my like top, top horror movies. Like anytime somebody asks me like this movie's always in the conversation. And then, um, the third one's kind of a toss up because like there are a lot of ones that would fill this slot, especially like older movies. Um, and it's kind of a weird pick, but I really loved Cabin in the Woods. And, like, I mm-hmm. know that's, that's yeah. like, borderline because it's kind of funny, too. But, like, I felt like that movie did such a good job, like, paying homage to so many different horror movies. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, like, my cheat pick <laughs> because, yeah. it, like, it covers a lot of, like, different genres at once. It does. Um, that movie is great. Yeah. Like, like I, I really love that movie. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if I have like an honorable mention. Like, I, I would say paranormal, paranormal activity, but like it, it's one of those where I enjoyed it when it first came out. But for me, like, it, they were my guilty pleasure movies. I wouldn't nowadays like go back and watch any of them. So I don't know if I put them up there. Right. Um, no, yeah, I, I like. I, I think this is my list: Nightmare on Elm Street, <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street, Twenty Days Later, uh, Cabin in the Woods. For like right now, nice. Uh, my my top three lists always change. Like if you ask me a top three of anything, it'll be different next week. Like yeah. I I can't settle. Uh, yeah, I think that for me, Poltergeist is the only movie that has like been in my top three for forever. Um. For, I don't know what I just really I you know what it is I love this is gonna sound weird but I love a horror movie that isn't afraid to go after kids and I love yeah. that that movie is all about 
going after this little girl. And it's like, she is the reason. Like, it's all about her. And they're terrorizing this family and they're terrorizing these kids. And I just, yeah. So when I was younger, not younger, but like when I was a teenager and I first saw that movie, I watched it a bunch because I just really liked that story. So it's just one of those ones that's always been in my top. But the other two are kind of, they're not newer, but like, I, they haven't always been in there. It kind of yeah. changes as soon as because for a while, like it follows was one of my my. Oh, tops that's a good and, one. That's a really yeah, good one. So it changes like every once like, in a while. The Nightmare on Elm Street is like my like that'll always be on my list. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the other two slots will change. I almost wanted to say The Conjuring. Like if that's mm, not number I three, I put mm-hmm. I'll put that as like my runner up because as far as just slightly modern at least for us like horror movies like that was a really well done one Mm -hmm. i remember watching that movie and being like thoroughly impressed because like it's and and, like i i'm a sucker for the supernatural like ghosts and like those stuff when it's done well Mm -hmm. and i think the conjuring does it fantastic i thought of that one as well and debated putting it in my top three but i was but then i was like ah i guess if i when it, you know, comparing it to the other ones, I'd probably say that I would be like I have more things that I love about the other ones, I guess, in comparison to The Conjuring. But mm-hmm. still, The Conjuring is a great movie, and I would rewatch it like any day of the week. So yeah, it's definitely up there as well. And I'm gonna cheat very slightly and add like okay. a runner, runner up. Uh-huh. Um, but the re, but the Evil Dead remake, I actually oh, really yeah. liked. That was really good. Um, like there were, I know a couple people who were flip floppy on it, but I will say, like I had the worst like sleep paralysis nightmare, like immediately after watching that movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, that movie <laughs> scared me more than <laughs> yeah. I realized it did. You're like, you done did something, Evil Dead, because <laughs> <laughs> like you did, like never, never has that happened. Like even with Nightmare on Elm Street, where like immediately post watching the movie, like I had a terrible night. But that night, mm-hmm. I had one of the scariest nightmares I've ever had, and I was like, you know what? Kudos, kudos, Evil Dead. Like, kind of to round it all up. Like, if you had to pick your favorite of the the horror villains, like, who would you pick? Oh, ooh. I okay. know it's a it's a hard one. It's a hard one because there's so many good ones. Do you already know what yours is? Not even a little bit, but <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. I have an idea. And I'm just debating if I want to put it on record. That's my favorite. But like, I have a, I have a small idea. Um, okay. What do you is, want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. <laughs> you I'm still first? trying to think of. Yeah. Okay. Um, if I was going to pick one, and it wasn't Freddy Krueger, I would have to say. Oh man. Um. All right, I'm going to say Jason Voorhees, and before you judge, before you judge, <laughs> okay. Um, I think Jason as a horror movie icon is just such an important figure, even if all the movies aren't amazing. 
Like, I feel like what Jason did for the genre, for the genre of slashers is like too paramount to like ignore. Mm -hmm. And he also scared the shit out of me and has some of the best kills like in horror movie, just history. I feel like, like, He's just so he, know, he he's so important and like the mm-hmm. hockey mask he made the hockey mask what it is like I, I yeah I, I'm gonna go with that I'm gonna go with that Oh man oh gosh I'm trying oh, it's to a, think. it's a hard question because like there's just so many and there like are. if if the Saw franchise wasn't as saturated as it was I probably would have picked Jigsaw too because like Jigsaw was pretty fucking scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. Um, I want to say, part of me wants to say Freddy because of what I said earlier, because I do really believe, like, uh, the way that he kills people is just so bonkers, and it's so perfect, and I love it. But at the same time, I also am not a huge, huge fan of, like, how comical he gets towards the end of the series. Like, he really starts to become a Looney Tune a little bit. Mm-hmm. And not to say that I don't still love it, because, like, well, he's which still I will great. say, like, if it's Freddy, it's okay for it to be Freddy. Like, don't you don't have to follow in my footsteps of like switching because you don't want to go with your heart. Like, well, no, no, yeah, it's because I just I do want to say him, but then at the same time, I'm like, but all is he my favorite like throughout all of the movies or am i just basing it off of like the one that you really like movies yeah and um i i usually tend to prefer i and i like villains like that i like villains that are kind of like silly and wisecracking i'm not i like the like the Jasons and the Michaels, where they're silent, they're strong, they're scary. Um, I like those ones too, but I tend to prefer the villains that have like a personality. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> the other part of me is thinking of like Leprechaun, even though I know that <laughs> I don't, even though I know that he's not, because like amazing. it's so ridiculous. Oh, I that even crossed my mind, but it should have. That character, underrated, underrated champion character right <laughs> yeah. there. He is pretty great, but I don't know if he would be like a favorite because he's so ridiculous. He's just like and I mean, obviously, that's the point. They're supposed to be like really silly. And, you know like, what? I'm actually changing my answer. You know, forget Jason. Are I'm you? Gonna, I'm gonna switch it to the Leprechaun. Are you gonna do Leprechaun? <laughs> if you're not gonna do Leprechaun, I will because somebody has to. Somebody has to stand up for Leprechaun and how ridiculous of a great villain he was. He is pretty great, and like. All right. Well, Even- let's do this. Let's make him. Let's make him the community runner-up. Like between us, okay. our our shared one will be Leprechaun. Yes. Okay. That works for me. We both. Uh, we both vote for Leprechaun. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know what? I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and go Freddy. Yeah. Um, just put him on there. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and put him on there because even if he wasn't my number one, he's for sure like top three. Yeah. And. I'm guessing because he is the front runner in my mind and I can't think of anyone else who could, you know, bring him down. Yeah. And also because like Robert England is just so amazing at that character. I feel like I, he deserves like 
the number one spot. So, yeah, I'm going to yeah. go ahead and give it to him. That's fair. Cause... I was having the same problem, too. As I was like, I was trying to think of who else, but my mind just kept going, Freddy, Freddy, Freddy. I was mm-hmm. like, no, I've talked about Freddy too much today. Like, give, I know. Uh, I'm trying we're... to give somebody else some time to shine. But, yeah, dude, he's just such a good villain. Yeah, I love that our intro episode just became like an ode to Freddy Krueger and Freddy Nightmare Krueger, on Elm I know. Street. We were like, how much can we talk about this? Like, <laughs> it's like it's, an, it's supposed to be an introduction to us, but we're actually like we're actually introducing people to Freddy Krueger. All right. If you guys couldn't tell what a collective favorite of this podcast is. <laughs> We'll let you guys know if that changes. If we think of any anybody else, yeah, or if you guys along. have favorites that you want to share and like put yeah. them into the gauntlet of best horror villain or creature of all time, yeah, let us know. Yes, please do. If you guys have villains that you feel that are your favorite or ones that you feel like are really underrated that nobody talks about because I'm we just named some of the most popular ones I'm sure there are so many that you're like oh I wish they would talk about blah 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 let us know because Mm -hmm. there's so many of them and a lot of them are awesome so I would love to hear what you guys think but yeah I mean uh, so our plan with this podcast is just to Hang out and talk about scary movies and uh, we'll probably have some episodes where, like I said, like the decades one where we'll pick like a theme and we'll talk about that the whole episode instead of like a movie. So if you guys have any ideas on like stuff uh, you would like us to talk about in episodes like that please let us know and if there are specific movies that you're interested in also please let us know because we are up for any ideas yeah we want to be we want this to be more like community driven of a thing like we're we're here talking about our favorite horror movies and like horror movie related topics but like we love hearing what other people enjoy about this genre because you know it Mm -hmm. it's it's one of those awesome genres where the fans really do make it and like mm-hmm. I think that one of the beauties of horror movies is getting to meet the people that are also into it and why they're into it. So like let let us be an open channel for you guys. Like let us know the things that you enjoy. Let us know what you want to hear us mm-hmm. talk about. Um, yeah. what you and feel e- passionately about. Yeah. And like even if you're not really that into scary movies, like I hope that you can like or if they scare you so you don't really want to watch them and they're just not that interesting, I hope that you can, instead of seeing the movie, come and listen to us talk about it and hopefully that'll make it a little less scary or a little bit more entertaining for you. So it's open to any and everyone. Please like feel free to interact with us. We would love for you guys to do that. Um, all of our social medias are at homies of horror uh it's the same on instagram it's the same on twitter um you can also email us if that's easier for you than social media it's homies of horror at gmail.com send us emails if you guys have like really in-depth things that you would like us if it like you know too much to describe on social media feel free to email us i'll be sure to send you guys a message back but yeah we we're planning on doing weekly episodes um at the moment we are going to be scheduling them 
for uploads on Mondays, but we'll always let you guys know if any of that changes. Yeah, and if you're enjoying the content that we're giving to, like, make sure spread the word. Like, if you think somebody would enjoy talking about this, or you want to pull them into this little homies of horror community, like, people people go off of recommendations. So, if this is mm-hmm. something that you enjoy or you think a friend would enjoy, let them know about it and uh, introduce them to us. Let us meet the rest of the horror movie horde and all the things that are beautiful yeah. about this community. Yes, please, I agree. All right. Well, I'm super excited for our podcast. I'm excited for you guys to listen to the episodes. Let us know what you guys think. But other than that, I think that is going to be it for us today. Yes, it is. And we'll see you guys on the first movie review that we do. That should Mm -hmm. be coming out very soon. So stay tuned. All right. We'll check you guys later. Bye. Later.